was obviously spending money doing all this different to try to pop off. And then when the nerd rap happened, I knew it was going to go viral because one of the one of the girls I rapped to posted it on Facebook and it went viral. Dropped it. First week it was out, I made $60,000. Dang. Uh-oh. It is what it is. That's the name of the podcast. It is what it is. Just letting you know. (laughs) Yo, guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is a very special one. We got a special guest on. He's a rapper, an artist. He's got in hundreds of millions of streams on his songs. He's also an entrepreneur. He's got some businesses. And he's also a father. Yeah. And a husband. Yeah. We got the man, the myth, the legend, futuristic. Let's go, go, man. Know the vibes. Yes, right. sir. What's going down? So, all right. So, you make music, and you've been making music for a while. Twenty-five years, and like just before you was born. And how? That's and how, how old are you now? Thirty. So you've been making it since you were. Since I was bud. five. Yes, since, I was since five, you were five. Been making music. Yes, sir. No way, really. For sure. So you were in the studio at five, going in like, the studio yeah, at five. Yeah, I have songs crazy. recorded from when I was six years old. Is it like? Yeah, my voice is mad high. Sure. No way. Yeah, yeah. Did it's you crazy. did you know at five you were like, this is what I want to do the rest of my life? Um, <laughs> it was between th- that and basketball, which I feel like is every rapper's story. Yeah. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, it was definitely like those sports and music was always my passions. Um music obviously always felt more obtainable, where like it was kind of a pipe dream to get to the NBA. Um I guess both kind of are, but yeah, I always knew that I was gonna do this. Was there a point where you were like you wanted to do it, but then was there a point where it flipped and you're like, yo, I can actually I can actually make it and make money and make a living off this. I mean, yes and no. Like, I felt the crazy thing people don't realize is, like, I was really selling CDs when I was a kid. Like, at, like, at I don't, I don't want to say five. Yeah, like third grade. So, like, seven. No way. Whoa. So, yeah, when I, other kids were, like, selling Skittles or, like, Yeah, I was selling pops. my CDs. I was selling Dude. my CDs. I've talked about it on another podcast. Like, I would walk up up and down the line at school and, like, if cats wasn't getting the free lunch, if they was, buy, like, buying the lunch at school. Because well, they like, had the money. Yeah, I'm like, you got money in your pocket. You're for sure getting, like, this you're getting my CD you're getting instead. That nice like, lunch. Yeah, here. I'll and get- what was the response from kids like your age? <laughs> they, they all bought it. <laughs> and did they, did they listen to it? And yeah. They were like, "Yo, that's fire!" For sure, for sure. Everybody at every school I went to was like, "He's gonna be famous." Oh, so you were yeah. like a legend from a young age. You knew you were yeah. gonna be. Yeah. This- Can you take us on that journey of like there, and then how you got to kind of where? You are probably I mean, a long journey, but yeah, it's it's such a journey. But I'll, I'll give I'll give a brief synopsis. You know, starting yeah. off, my dad was in mad bands. He's a DJ, drummer, uh, bass player. My other brother rapped. My other brother plays guitar. All my family is kind of musically inclined. Mm-hmm. So at the young age, I was just making music. And then my dad also is a tightwad, does not like to spend his own money. So like he always was just teaching me the value of a dollar. So like I did mad business shit with him where it was like mowing lawns or helping him around the crib or whatever and then it just kind of turned into like okay music can be a business where I can make money to do to live my life so just started doing that and this is also the time where like Romeo and Bow Wow are popping so like kids that are rappers are famous so I'm like oh I'm gonna be the next one of them so started off I did talent shows showcases things like that so I'm performing in front of huge crowds in second grade you know in Mm -hmm. third grade actually yeah yeah that's crazy and so then that turned into like just doing that consistently as the years went on, selling mixtapes at school uh, amongst other things. And then when I got out of high school is when it really got super, super serious where like I was grown enough to move around myself and do whatever I wanted and like really pursue it. So yeah, just a whole lifetime of being like, you know, building the skill and then after high school really formulating what it was going to look like after that. 
Was there one moment or like one song that kind of like popped off? Yeah, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Like for for me, when I I was living off of music 10 years ago. So in 2012, I started like making money off music to where I could support my life. So when you were like 20? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then when I really started like actually making good money off music, like when shit went like crazy, the first time was I Guess I'll Smoke, which was in 2014. Dude, wait, funny story about that song. I was playing it last night. Fire. With someone. <laughs> okay, with somebody. With someone. What does Yo, that even mean, guys? Guys, dude, what do you think that means? Who is yeah, it? I was showing, He's with the, I was what showing, did the YouTubers do? Comment below yeah. who you thought it was last night that he was Facts. listening to I Guess I'll Smoke With. I was trying to put him on. I was putting her on. To, I was like, Yo, oh, you know this girl? guy? Oh, it's a horror. I knew it was a girl. My boy was, was out on the town. He huh? was on the Tinder. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yo. He knows you. He knows you. No, it was actually Bumble. Dang, okay. Okay. That one's more like. Did she like this? Did she like it? Song? Yeah, she liked it. She liked it. She's a legend. Marry her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay, then, um, so last night you were listening to it before yeah. you got buns. No, no, that, that was dude, it. Look that's how, dude, when he started talking about girls, after, it was after you, you got buns. No, nah, it was um, a little post game. There's no buns. Oh, okay. Wow, it got <laughs> it's quiet. A thing. It's a thing. He never really tells anybody about his his girls. Life. His, lo- his, his love life. life. That's yeah. dope. Keep it that way. Yeah, you know, I don't kiss and tell. Yeah, that's a big fact. Yeah. Okay. So, so then, you listen to I guess I'll smoke. Oh, that was the end of that story. Oh, that was it. Okay. That was it. Well, I just had to that say because I was. Listening. Oh, last night he listened to it. It's a funny story. Yo. <laughs> so oh, so fucking funny, bro. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot to laugh. <laughs> it was so funny, you know. Facts, facts. All right. Dude, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's a wild story. So about that song, that was the song that popped it off. That was the song that like had me really like, <laughs> like pocketing a good amount of money off music to where I, I could make the trip and move to LA. So off that song and other things I was doing, I was able to move to LA. Mm. And then shit really got crazy when I did the nerd rap. And like to put in perspective, I moved to LA with like 20 grand in my pocket mm-hmm. and was obviously spending money doing all this different shit to try to pop off. And then when the nerd rap happened... Which uh, was the one like the, with the big prank dogs. with Big Dawes. Yeah, with Big Dawes. The prank with Big Dawes. We did nerd raps in Compton. If you guys don't know what that is, a lot of you guys have probably seen it. Yeah. He's rapping out in Yeah, I'm Compton. like, hey, your pals, you mind if I rap for you real quick? And we, we filmed it in like 20 minutes. And I knew it was going to go viral because one of the... One of the girls I rapped to posted it on Facebook and it went viral before I had the chance to post oh, it. Oh, dang. And I hit Facebook like... Take this shit down. The song's not out yet, and they yeah. took it down. But it had like a hundred thousand likes on this girl's page. Well, she was and she was just filming she was just you, like filming with her phone, shaking, yeah, she whatever. Like, Maybe so her filming me, huh? I mean, rapping to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. literally. She's just like, look at this guy rapping to me. So I got that taken down. Anyways, dropped it. First week it was out, I made sixty thousand dollars. Dang, wow. that one song wow. off of like off that, the music video or off the off of just. So I didn't get it. So I had a deal with my videographer where he was actually, he shot all my videos for free. So he shot like a hundred videos for me for free, but he was collecting the YouTube monetization. So that was kind of our deal back in the beginning. That's how I got so much content for nothing. And then Big Dawes was collecting the money off his YouTube off the prank. So only thing I was collecting off of was the the streams and the sales. Back then it was- Like Spotify? Yeah, Spotify. Back then Spotify wasn't even a thing. It was iTunes iTunes, 60,000 off of iTunes in one they was, week. Yeah, so they Damn. was really going and buying the song, but it, it wasn't just the song. They fell in love with everything I had. So like oh. all my songs were popping off. So I guess I'll smoke. Like if you went to the iTunes charts that week, I had three songs in the top 10. Dang. Your catalog. 
all my cat which is something that i want to talk about about a lot of people they want like the instant fame they want like the instant pop but if your first video goes off you're fucked because just as quick as you rise is just as quick as you can fall facts but like you probably looking back on that we're so glad you had such a catalog because people saw it and it was like that song was like a billboard yeah for your other songs it wasn't even that song it was literally like yo this is futuristic it was a- i mean think about it even now like what do we do we we when a series comes out we binge watch it right mm-hmm. like new ozark yeah. comes out you might stay in the crib Euphoria. you Euphoria. know yeah you might stay in the crib two three days and watch all of it so when somebody blows up you want to binge watch you want to go back and you want to see their catalog you want to go back and see their music and see their progression and feel like you discovered something new mm-hmm. so that's what happened when i blew up it was like oh dope who is this guy? Let me find him. Oh, he's only got 17,000 followers. Crazy. Now you're telling all your friends and you discovered this new thing. And so that's what really was dope, where if you blow up on your first song, there's nothing to go back and binge watch. There's nothing to, like, I would say, I'd, I probably would have made like 20 grand if that was my only song out. Like you're, and then you're instead most, of the 60. You're almost glad that it wasn't your first. Because I feel like, yeah. like it's almost like the same thing with YouTube. Because our first video didn't pop off, but then... One, like, later down the line popped off. But then, then everything all, of our, else all of our old videos, they took off. They started getting views. I feel like people nowadays, they're so, they want it so quick, like, their first thing. And then if they don't get it, they'll be discouraged. Which is actually the wrong way to go about it. Yeah, you, yeah. you want to have that traction and you want to build the organic fan base. You yeah. want to let people discover you. And then you want to pop off so they do go back. And then now all your shit's cracking. And it gives you more of an appreciation, too. Like, if you get it Facts. so quick, if it's so easy, it's like, all right, everyone. Well, and then you know? you're going to chase that high for the rest of your life, and you might not ever get it again. Yeah, you yeah, don't really yeah. These people that go viral. That's why I think TikTok is, if you don't, like, TikTok gives everyone a free viral video. I feel yeah. like everyone, every single person I know has a video with, like, a couple hundred thousand or a million views. Right. But they give you that, and you've never got a million views in your life. You are, like... On dopamine high. You're a fiend. You're You're a crackhead. The highest you've ever been. Yeah, you're you're a crackhead for sure. You think you're like, oh, this is it. And then your next video you post and you get like two I think they do it though to hook you on because, dude, if someone posts a viral video and then it goes viral, there's so much dopamine. And then that person, they're just going to want to stay on the app, make more videos, make more content for TikTok. It's the exact same reason when you sign up for sports betting apps, they give you like $1,000 to gamble with. So you're like, oh, if you win off that or you get to spend it, you're going to just stay on the app. There's a reason for all that. It hooks you. All businesses give you that incentive at first. Exactly. Or the the free 30-day trial. Oh, cool. The good ones make it seem like you're not, they're not doing it. Yeah, yeah. They get you hooked without you feeling like you're hooked. Facts, facts. Yeah, so definitely better to, and same thing with Russ. Like, Russ is the perfect example of somebody that had four or five albums out, and then when he started blowing up, it's like everything caught. So Yeah, bro, Russ was... I was, like, on him early, and I actually went to two of his concerts, like, when he was small. Fire. I was like, yo, this guy's dope. I don't really listen to him much anymore. Okay. But back in the days, it was, like, high school, like, freshman yeah. year. But he was he was dope, bro. And I was, I put him on, like, all my friends, I put him on. I'm like, yo, check this guy out, check this guy out, check yeah. this guy out. Hell yeah, that's literally. what's up. Now he's, like, the lead for, like, independent artists. Facts. So. He's, Facts. like, the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, he's, he's super dope. Super dope. So what happened after, after you popped off? Did, like, things change, or... What kind of happened next? Yeah, it was wild because I was actually already on tour when it happened. So, like, I'll never forget the day I was in my hotel room and I had just, somebody told me, like, don't post your YouTube link to Facebook because that's what everybody used to do. It used to just be post a picture of the music video with the YouTube link so people click on that. And Mm -hmm. then somebody was like, yo, Facebook's trying to push videos. Don't post the YouTube link in your caption. Post, like, the actual video? Just upload the video. Because YouTube, Facebook won't promote it if you're just going to YouTube. Exactly. So upload the video. And I I actually, Dawes didn't even have a Facebook page, wasn't even really using his Facebook. And I was like, yo, 
this is what you got to do, upload it to Facebook. So I uploaded it to my Facebook and literally from the drive from the hotel to the venue, which was like eight minutes, I got like 100,000 likes on Facebook. Wow. Dang, 100,000 likes. Wow. So that's yeah. probably a couple million views. Yeah, it was going crazy. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck is happening? And so like we're doing sound check, we're doing all this stuff. By the end of the day, it's at like 1.3 million likes. Sheesh. And then next morning I wake up and like Lil Wayne posted, The Game posted, Ooh. Kevin Dang. Hart posted, all these people posted, World Star posted. And I'm like, oh, we're fucking out of here. <laughs> then it's like all, then all the, my songs are climbing up the charts. And so I'm just like, oh, it's going crazy. Then ticket sales are going up. So it was an immediate response to that song being out that everything went nuts. So my brain is just like, okay, cool. Let's do another one. Let's, let's do another You're one. Just like, let's do this. Let's do that. And I actually was kind of pissed I was on tour because it was harder to do what I wanted to do. Like I couldn't record. I couldn't do what I wanted to do. You so. just wanted to go harder and like, yeah, but what was dope was the shows went from like 50 people at a show to like 250 and then from 250 to 500. Oh, and literally as you were on tour. As I was on tour. Because it happened. Damn. Damn, it happened weird. the second day of tour. So first tour, first one was small. Then well, what was dope, big. I was actually on tour. The first three shows was with this group called Air and this dude named Shwayze. Um, So I was on tour with them for the first three shows. So I posted it while I was on tour with them and their shows were big. They were doing like 1,500 people. Mm. But then my tour started the day after that one got over and those tickets were at 50 and then when that shit happened. So I didn't do a show for less than 250 people on my tour. And so, yeah, came up like crazy and then got home, finished the album, <laughs> dropped another nerd rap to Too Easy, which went equally viral and just, yeah. Rode the wave, never looked back. Yeah, rode the wave. And that was what, 10 years ago? Nah, f- Seven. Oh, seven years ago. Seven years 20, ago. 2015. You're 23 when that happened? Yeah. So you were doing it for 18 years before <laughs> yeah. the moment. Yeah, but I would say professionally for three. Before that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, professionally for three before that. But that was like the catalyst. And that was you're the just... thing that like was, that allows this house and everything else that I do was that moment in time that was like, cool, mm-hmm. the world has now seen you. It's This is your platform. Do what you want with it. So you moved, you moved, you grew up in Arizona or no? I moved to Arizona when I was 15. Okay. So I went to my last three years of high school here. And then, um, yeah, when I graduated, I stayed here for a couple more years. Then I moved to LA right before all that happened. I want to know what you, th- what do you think about LA as a whole? Like, cause it's the you best, worst live- place in the world. Right? Yeah. yeah that's it's what I think. it's it, really I like. shitty and really dope all at the same time. Like if you can find the right people to link with and work with, like there are yeah. really dope people in LA, but there's also a ton of scumbags and a ton of weirdos, you know? Like, everybody there is chasing their dream and they don't care who they have to step on to get there. They don't don't know proper Mm. etiquette. They're not... Like, they don't move... Like How humans should move. Yeah, yeah. Initially, though, they'll be like the nice. There's dope people, but initially, like everyone's like the dopest, nicest person, right? Because they're all, like you said, they're all trying to like get the same thing. That's why everyone's out there is to right, achieve right, right. their dream. So everybody do whatever do it takes to get to the next level. But is that why you kind of moved out, or um, you just more mature? Yeah, that, that that was part of it. It was like I moved there with, like I said, the the hopes and dreams of making it, and then shit popped off right away. And, uh, yeah, bro, like, I spent a lot of time, like, with Logan Paul and all those cats They when they all lived on Vine, mm, you yeah. know? So, like, when I was blowing up, they were had just came off Vine and were just trying to get into the YouTube space or just got into the YouTube space. So, like, I filmed mad pranks with them. Um, Logan actually asked me to be on the diss track about his brother that... I didn't end up getting on because I was busy that day. Dang. Yeah, big mistake. You wish um, you would have been on? Yeah, but like, so we were all filming stuff and no shade to any of those guys, but like even in that community, you saw it where it was like people would move into Vine in hopes of working with them and they would kind of like 
shade out somebody and then that person would get bigger and then it's like, oh, now we're best friends. And it's like, yeah. no, nah, you didn't like them a week ago. Yeah. Like you, ha- like they had to be in the same relative uh, yeah. amount of clout. Exactly. Like, okay, they have four mil. I have three mil. That's close enough. But if you have like three mil, you have like 200,000. Nah. Yeah, it it's exactly. Like- so it was just kind of like seeing shit like that. And then seeing like people introduce you as like, or introduce themselves like, hi, I'm like, not hi, my name is this. It's like, hi, I have this many followers or hi, this is my Instagram or hi, I'm related to this person or hi, I work for this company. And it's just like, cool. But like, how are you as a human being? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So yeah, a lot yeah, of that's that what shit. That's we talk about all the time. Is like, it's really weird. And so after living there for two and a half, three years, I was just like, damn, I feel like I don't really have one friend here. Like a real like a friend. a real genuine friend. That like, yeah. That's only needed them. Yeah, that they would, like, come that they would like, be there. Like, just for you as a person, like, not for, like, if everything went away, who'd be like, Yo, yeah, Zach. yeah, everybody, it was very, you know, contingent on the success and contingent on what I could do for them. And so, on, and then on top of that, I was touring like 200 days out the year and paying like three grand a month for an apartment that I was never at. So I'm just like, I want to own shit. I want to build businesses. I want to own property. Mm-hmm. So this is not the place to do it. You know, yeah. so that at that point, I moved back here, bought these two houses next to each other, and have continued to buy property and start businesses in Arizona, which was always the plan. It was never my plan to stay in LA permanently. So, were you in like you were in like a go 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 like all about the action mode? And would sure. you say now, like you grind and you work yeah. really hard, but you're more of like a balance, balance, calculated for sure. For because sure. I'm getting to that point, even though I'm 22. Yeah. I, we've been doing it since we were like super young, like a long time. And I'm just realizing like being, we've done a couple tours. We've been on the road. We've been across the country like multiple times, just the constant like this, this, this. And for the longest time we would do everything like film, edit, be the characters. Like no going out, just focus on. And then there was like for years we like, I wouldn't talk to girls. It would just, it was just grind. And I'm, so you're nothing like this guy. He talks to girls every day. <laughs> yeah, well, I had, a, but I had a period in my life where I went through it and kind of yeah, yeah. got it out of my system. No, for sure. Because it's like I built it up so much yeah, yeah. that I went like, you know. Like it's still in there, just tucked away. But right now, like I have a girl and like I love Fire. her. And I am and I just want to, I want to like Shout talk out to, to your girl. I shout her out every pod. So, okay, to yeah. say I love you on camera is like ill, super ill. Yeah, Different. I do. I know I do. I was scared to do shit like that. But when I was your age. I was listening to one of your songs, and forgive me, but I don't know the name of it, but it was, it was you were talking about, like... I think Life. Life? Life. The one that I was playing earlier today? Yeah, oh, it was Life. It was like, I got, uh, maybe I got a few M's in the bank, couple million, but maybe I'd rather have a wife and a few children, or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That, that was, was off. That was off. I'm sorry. But yeah, no, that, that's close. It's something yeah, I it's think close, about, close. because yeah. we've grinded, we've, like, made a lot, and then there's times where I'm so conflicted of... All right, yeah, keep doing this, keep pushing this because this is who I am. This is who I think I am. Yeah. But I was listening to something the other day where it's like, I only think that I'm this YouTuber, that I'm this person because that's what everyone has told me. That's what everyone has said. Yeah. But I can be anything that I want. Facts. And I, I want to just like pick your brain about. I feel like you've gone through, there's like stages. You there's go, hella stages. How did the, you the reinvent? Beginning? The reinventation. Yeah, yeah. yeah in the beginning, you're kind of grinding hella hard and then yeah. not focus on anything. And then we're like, I feel like I'm in the middle phase. And he's more, he's in the phase almost after me, or like going into it. For and sure. then you're well, I love it though. I yeah. love like the videos and I love like the podcast, like everything's you dope. Always I love will. it. But I want like a, a balance, like how you have this house. This house is your house. Like, except, like you your come... work and life is like separated. Right. Yeah. So for me, 
I think this is the thing, right? Like, you want to build a dope life for yourself. The reason why you started this shit is, A, because it looked fun, I'm imagining, and B, because you wanted fame and you wanted money, right? A little bit is that well, why we're, honestly when we were so young we didn't we didn't even comprehend we were just having fun and it okay. happened we were and like maybe okay. we'd make enough money where maybe we wouldn't have to work like a normal job and it help pay for college or right. something like that right. and then it blew up and better than expected and then so, you, and then you start making business moves and you're like you start being and, smart and you get addicted to it all of it is a high everything that you do is a high in this industry right so with me it was like I had this dream since I was five years old. And so I never stopped. Like, my head was down. Like, I'm working. Like, yes, sure, I had a girlfriend. Sure, I had this. Sure, I had that. Sure, whatever phases you go through. But what changed for me was when I realized, like, I had never been on a vacation in my life. Like, I never went on a vacation my entire life. As a kid, as an adult, anything. I'm doing tours and I'm doing that. So as I'm traveling, I'm working. But I never, like, took time to just enjoy life. So when things changed for me was when I realized, like, yo, I'm doing all this shit and I've never taken a step back to just enjoy life. It was always, how do I get bigger? How do I make this better? How can I be better than this person or bigger than this person? Or how can I have what this person has or whatever? And then when I realized like, yo, I don't need none of that shit. The only, the reason I started this was so I could support one day a family, support myself, not work at Ross and do what the fuck I want to do whenever I want. So you get in this grind of doing this all the time and are you really doing what you want to do whenever you want to do it? You feel like you are, but you're really not. You're yeah. a slave you're like to tied, the views. You're tied to it. Yeah, you're a slave to the views. You're a slave to your job. This is now a job that's way, I don't want to say it's way worse than a nine to five, but it's way more stress. It's way more uh, expenses. It's way more everything than working at Ross ever was. So I had to take a step back and be like, I'm actually working like 18 hours a day. I'm a slave mm-hmm. to my job, which is a job that I always wanted. But now I have to realize how to enjoy my regular life. And I have to build those things that I wanted to build with owning a home, starting a family, being there for my friends, um, and fucking going bowling on a Wednesday if I want to. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. I never did any of that shit. If anybody asked me to do anything, like you said, I just kept my head down, head down and worked on music and like that was it. And also, I was a slave to every opportunity. If somebody called me and was like, yo, I got a studio session at 2 in the morning, I'd wake my ass up and go to the studio session. Now, if you call me at 2 in the morning, I'm not picking up. There's no way. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's just one of those things where, like, now I have this balance of, like, I still work very hard, but, like, I enjoy my life and the fruits of my labor. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, I didn't build this for nothing. And honestly, like, my goal isn't, isn't to make or be super, super famous, you know? I don't want to be super famous, bro. Like You want to be able to... Like you don't want to be able to not be able to go bowling on a Wednesday night. Exactly. Like I don't want to not be able to go bowling on, on a Wednesday. I don't want to go to the grocery store. Like, I get stopped every day when I go out. But it's like, it's it's fine. But I don't want to be Drake to where, like, if I want to go bowling, I have to rent out the bowling alley and throw a have party and, like, everything and, is under a microscope. And yeah. if you step out with one of your friends, it's a girl, TMZ is saying you're cheating on your... like whatever, wherever your imagination takes you, right? I'm not with all that. So for me, it was just like, cool, I built this. I'm going to keep building things, but I'm going to enjoy my life. Because that's why you even started in the first place. That's why we started. But so many people, and I'm just realizing, so many people get stuck in and we're, they're just addicted to it. And it's like, oh, if I stop, then everything I've ever done is not worth it or everything I ever have worked for. Well, and naturally, we're all going to fall off. Y'all are going to fall off one day. Sucks to say it, but you... Like, you're 19, you're 22. Yeah. When you're 35, 
You can't. You're not going to be able to do the same shit you're doing right now. It's not yeah. going to make sense. So like, you're you going to have to change in too. Yeah, you're going to have to progress and change and do something different. So like, if you're addicted to the high that this is giving you. You're not going to be able to keep getting this high. You have to do something different. And you have to change. And you have to grow as a human being, which you're naturally going to do. Yeah. So your work and your businesses have to reflect that growth. That's kind of what we did with this podcast. Like we wanted something new and I think it's just dope to hear everyone's stories. So that's kind of right. what this podcast is. Hell yeah. And it is what it is because <laughs> it is what it is. At the end of the day, it's I'm getting to the point where it's like you all you can do is focus on making the best stuff that you can make and how it does. You have really no control after you. That doesn't mean you can't promote it. You can't yeah. do the right things. You but can't. I, have if the you best. do all the right things and it still flops, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. But if it pops too, it is what it is. It is what it is. Like, Let's get this you know, money. This, this this podcast is gonna blow up because you're just a dope guy. There we go. But yeah, man. Also, something I heard you talking about um, on a podcast. You kind of said you you felt like you kind of accomplished a lot. Maybe. I don't know, but basically it led into you going to something else, which was um, Indie Amplify, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's something Ricky, because Ricky was talking to me, and he's like, dude, I feel like I've, I've done everything. I feel like I don't, I don't, I just feel like I've done so much, and, yeah. I, and I've completed everything that I wanted to complete. And he's, Wild, he's, right? It's a weird feeling. Like, so you, weird, bro, you, you because I'm, I understand that I'm young, but I understand, I feel like, when I was talking to him about it, it was, I've had the life experience of like a 60-year-old in t- it was, and I'm 22. Yeah. That's no, why I'm I feel 19. like he could give you some advice on that because he's kind of, I feel like you're a big business guy. You're a big, in music, but you're really, yeah. really big into business as yeah, well. Yeah, I think that part of the reason why I'm as successful as I am as a musician is because of my business. Like, there was never a move that was made that wasn't, like, calculated. So, um, yeah, that's big. But going to what you're talking about, forget what movie it's on, but there was something where a dude was like, He's like, it's crazy that everything I'm going to feel from here on out is only lesser versions of what, I, what I've already felt. Damn. And, like, that shit hit me super hard because I'm like, there's nothing like, else that I ever wanted. Like, I got every high that I ever wanted. I did everything that I ever wanted to do. And now when it happens again, like, even tomorrow, open or not opening, performing at the Suns. Like, performing for the Suns. I love basketball. I love music. That's... The epitome of, like, the two things I loved most in life as a kid. And if you told me, like, you're going to announce the Suns starting lineup and you're going to perform at halftime, I would have been like, what? That's crazy. Or, like, I always wanted a a house with white pillars, like, and I got one. So now it's like when I buy a new house, it feels like whatever. When I do a concert, it feels like whatever. When I make a business move or, like, the first time I made $1,000, I was like, this is crazy. Now, like, I'll make $50,000 and feel like... Cool. What's next? So it is what it is. That's kind of it is what it is. So it's it's kind of a it's kind of a wild thing, but I think that like I had my life so planned out of what I wanted it to be. And so like I think the thing that I do now is I just let go and I trust I just trust and live in the moment. Mm-hmm. Where like I have to find times where I'm not thinking about business. I'm not thinking about anything. And I think my son has done that for me more than anything where like I'm present with him and like I can put my phone down and, mm. and not worry about anything. And just so realize, I should have a son is that's what you're why, saying. That's why I, I like, nah, like, nah, I mean, there's, there's other ways to do it. Like va- vacationing actually did it for me first. What I, the first thing that really opened up my mind was going on a trip and having it not be about business. Like, like literally, because even when we would go on trips and stuff, you're filming, we're filming you're working, or, and that's super dope. That's super yeah. dope. Like, but it's the, different though. It's way different than being like, all right, I'm just enjoying. And I think that I think that it's it's a balance because what we love to do in general, like I love to make music. So if I can make music on a beach in Kauai, 
fucking fire. That's going to be amazing and I'm going to love it. But after I make that music, put my fucking phone away. Like, I leave my phone in the hotel when I'm out of country. Mm. Like, when I go to a resort with my wife or when I go do something, like, I'll work on my shit and then I put my phone away. And, like, even when I go to dinner, even here, if I go to dinner with my wife, I don't bring my phone. I leave it at the house. That's, That's awesome. Key. If that I go awesome. on a, if I go on a walk with my son and my wife, I leave my phone at the house. If I'm doing anything with my family, none of us are allowed to have our phones. Like, put your phone down. We're playing cards. I don't want to see anybody look at their phone. If a phone comes out, I take that shit away. That's awesome. You're not looking at That's your phone. That's key, man. Because yeah. that, is nowadays, dope. that is dope. You got to enjoy the moment. So, like, now <laughs> that I've accomplished so many things, it's like, all that I want is love and happiness yeah yeah yeah. you know so like that's the same like what like you're not chasing with. the next high all the time but just like join right now for what it is and it, it's no you're always gonna chase the next high <laughs> let's not get it twisted we're creatives we're always gonna chase the next high whether it's indie amplify my business whether it's my music managing other artists I'm, I'm a creative person that's what makes me tick but at the end of the day you also have to fill your cup up with just little shit that you enjoy, like playing basketball in the morning or, like I said, going on those walks or being present in a moment. So just take the time where, like, I think now, like I said, being able to say no to shit is big and being able to put your phone down and put your business down for a while and just enjoy the moment. So even when you go on trips, if you go to on a vacation, but you're like, we got to film, of course. Of course you got to film. You can't go to a dope place and not film. It's what you do. Yeah. It's going to make you happy. That's why we're, how we got to that place. But after you film, put your shit down. When you go to dinner, put your shit down. When you go to a, the waterfall that's in Kauai, like, film it, put your shit away, and just live, mm. you know? So yeah. that, that, would, that would be my advice on, like, the next level or the next stage of life is enjoyment and happiness, and part of it is going to be your creative shit you do and the accomplishments, the accolades you rack up, yeah. but what's going to make you happier than that is being present in a moment that, like, no, the internet doesn't have to see. Yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah, I just... I just unfollowed everyone on Instagram. Ah, so it was fucking so I don't, with you because I don't need to see. But like, dude, that's dope. everything that's going I on, I did that same thing. It's like everything that's going on. You only feel like you're missing out if you know what's going on, right? Like someone's having the craziest moment of their life. Someone's having like right now. Someone's getting married right everything. now. Someone's having a baby right now. Like that's so dope for them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Comparison will kill you. Yeah. It's just like, I did the same shit when I lived in LA. I, I, I was following all these people because I needed to know what they were doing so I could link with them, so I could be a part of it, so I could build. And then, same thing. I, I think I followed less than 100 people all the way up until like this last month where I followed a bunch of people back. But I, uh, yeah, I only followed 100 people for the last like four or five years. And it was people that I actually wanted to see and I care about and I yeah. love. And that was it. So yeah, yeah. I definitely think it's still like <clears throat> in the beginning though. I feel like we're all, we're past that beginning stage of grinding, put your head down, don't look up, just keep on going, keep on working. Right. But when you're in the beginning, I feel like you almost have to. You do. You, yeah. you, got you to. have to. Like, you can't, you can't yeah. balance in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's no balance. There's, there's no, no balance. balance. There's That's no, how we all got here. It's there's like, no nothing. There's if you balance, yeah. you're never going to, you're never going to have to yeah. be able to get to balance. But no, then, the people that you love got to understand that this is what I'm doing and this is, this is my thing and that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. And it's just like, it's like anything else, right? Like if you have a sibling that goes to college to be a fucking doctor or a lawyer or anything else, like when they're studying, you don't bother them, right? So when we're doing what we do, don't fucking bother me. I'm working. You know what I'm saying? People so like, but people didn't respect it. Like the they same, don't. They which never is, do. They like, never do. Sense it to me, not like a job. They never do. I tell people, I tell anybody who wants to start a creative career, whether it's a YouTuber, a rapper, a fashion designer, I'm like, if you went to school 
you'd have four years of nonstop grinding. If you want to be, and that's to get a, a regular ass degree. And treat it like that. Because if you treat really want to like do that. it, if you're like, say you're, you're like, oh, I got to study for this test. All your friends are going out. They're going to, they're going to be like, oh, go study for your test. You have to. Yeah. But if you're like, yo, I'm going to go film this video or I'm going to go record. No, just come out, bro. Because it's not right. the same. They don't, re- they, they don't respect it. it the same. But you got to respect yourself enough to be able to. To say no. To say no. Yeah. And uh, yeah, say no, man. That's Learn, such a learning key. how to say no was one of the best skills that I that I ever developed. Because yeah, you got to say no to a lot of a lot of shit. But you're right. In the beginning, I feel like you have to you have yeah, to. I, I, don't say, want, I don't want people watching to get the wrong idea. Where like they're like they're just because you can always be doing more. You can always be going harder. And in the beginning, I feel like you have to go hard. But once you super get, hard. Once you get to that point where now you've built you've built the life and you've you built, need like, to understand. So the things you need to understand when you start doing this is as a creative as a musician, as whatever, you have to know what your end goal is. What is your end goal? What do you really want to be? Where do you want this to take you? And there's going to be opportunities that come up that seem like they're going to get you to that place. There's going to be opportunities that you that you jump into that don't take you there. But at the end of the day, you got to know where you want to be and that's going to help your ability to say no and say yes to certain things. Like, And think about that every time something pops up. Like, oh, this thing is happening, but does that really align with my brand and where I want to go and what I want to be and what I want to do? If the answer is no, then you might be able to miss that thing. Also, when I moved to LA, for people that are just starting out, I said yes to everything. Yeah, in the beginning, I yeah. went to everything because even if I, like, I'm not a, I'm not a huge party person. Like, I get wasted. I have a good time. Like, I, I wild out. But, like, as far as going to all these random mingling events and shit, like, that's not my bag, for real. But when I would go, it was like, somebody told me the first week I moved to L.A. was say yes to everything and go to everything. And it did help because yeah. I could go to a party, and if it was dope, I could build with people. And you never know who you might meet at that never party. Never know. Yep. You, can, you never know. You can know. meet one person, and it'll change the rest of your life. Change everything for you. You could also go to that party and be like, this is trash. I'm going home. But at least you went and you saw what was going on and you have no regrets and you stepped in that room and you represented yourself and it's like, cool, This none of this is getting me closer to my end goal. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. So That's it's it. like in the beginning, 100% all yes. in. Yes to everything. Be and a yes knowing when, for sure. Knowing when to cut it and knowing knowing how you feel. Yeah. Because I was... Trust your trust I'm not yourself. even kidding. I didn't even feel like the way I'm feeling until... Maybe a month ago. Well, because it's like the same yeah. thing with what you were saying, like just a second ago. It's every like you're you're getting like a downgraded version of that high. So like yeah. the first time we went on tour, it was like 2018. It was me, him, and then our other friend. And then that was like it was the craziest time of our lives. I'm yeah. 15, driving around the country, seeing everything That's for crazy. the first time. He was 15. That's crazy. And I think I was like I was 17. Five, though. I was a five. Yeah. <laughs> oh That's yeah, high. yeah. That's crazy. You were five. But then it's like seeing everything. It was so crazy, so dope. Then in 2019, we went again, and it was it was dope. It was super dope. Not as dope as the first time. It was pretty dope because we were doing we shows. Shows like bigger. Shows. It was bigger. It's bigger and better. You learned from the first one, made the second one better. And now this is this is kind of like this is a little different because we're not doing like shows. We're doing more like this podcast thing. Right. But it is the third time around and I can just feel it. It's well for them, it's the first time for for him right there and behind the camera. It's the first time. But for I feel like me and Ricky, I feel like you feel this. I mean, I'm speaking for you. I don't Dude, know. I've seen everything. It's weird. It's bro. Like, right, right. And you were talking about it on another podcast I was just listening to, but you we gone we 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 went, we've been places, we've been like everywhere. And it's like we circle back and then we're at that same place. And the first time around, it's like this is the craziest place ever. And the second time around, it's like it's whatever. Yeah, it's like it is what it is. It is what it yeah, is. It is what it yeah. is. Well, so how do you? Uh, you just gotta. How do you? Do you just appreciate it? 
for the moment that it is instead I think you of just comparing. Live, you just live in the moment. Yeah. yeah, I think that's all that you can really do is just live in the moment. Like, you meet new people, you have new experiences, you do new shit, and that moment is going to change for you. Like, like, like I said, I did three shows in Colorado last week, and I've probably been to Colorado like 30 times. Yeah. So, like... It's like when I go there and I'm with somebody, like my wife came this time and she's like, oh, this is so cool and this is so this. And I'm just like, yeah. That's probably how they feel when I'm like, looking yeah, at yeah, I'm yeah, like, yo, li- that's lit. And Ricky's like, yeah, that's, that's lit. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's cool. It's cool. That's though. the shit that's here. But I love yeah. to see, I, like I, to I love see to see his exciting. reaction. Like it yes. gives me happiness when I see other people see it for the first time. Yeah, even something yeah. as simple as like, Yo, I went to this place and I remember this really good sandwich. I want to take you there. Yeah, so you can yeah, get yeah, this yeah, sandwich. yeah. Like shit like that is really dope to me. And once you've seen the world and you've done so much cool stuff, it's like keep keep exploring, keep going to new places. You haven't seen the whole world yet. No, That's yeah, hundred percent. There's many more yeah. places to go. And like I, I wasn't said, even talking about that more. I'm just talking about me as in my maturity of life. I can feel myself knowing. That I want balance. Like I want to be able to go back, be with my girlfriend. No, that's what I'm saying. And then though. go Super and then dope. go out and film, do my thing, and then go back and be with her instead right. of like. And if somebody hits you up that night, like the more important, like like now, like I said, the difference is if I well, I was I was single. I was well, I was a hoe. I was <laughs> I was a hoe. I was for sure a hoe. I, I was a dog. I was a dog. Dirty dog. For sure, I was a dirty. For how dog. like a long time? Like a dirty dog? On and off. I was you all- go in those phases. But you thought you, you were like a dirty dog and then you'd be like, not like at all. You'd be like, mm, right? I just, yeah, like, it's I mean, weird, I, I came. I know how he feels, Well, man. I, I came from a broken home. So like my biggest fear in life was always like divorce and like, mm-hmm. you know, separating my family and whatever. So like I would, I really, really wanted to have a dope, good family, but I was always really scared of it at the same time. So like when I was, you know, pursuing my dream, it was like, it was one or the other. Like, oh, this girl's really dope. Maybe she's the one. So I would get real serious, and then like a weekend, I'm like, nah, she's not the one. But you knew, but you knew, though, right? And then I'm like, cool, I'm having sex every night for the next month. (laughs) (laughs) You know, or I'd go on tour, and it's the same thing. Like every city, like if I didn't have a girlfriend, it's like, cool, what's up? Like it was convenient, and it was like a fun thing to do. It's like, oh, I'm in this city. Let's see what can happen. You know, because new city, like yeah, it's th- so different with all of us. Because we have, we have th- them two, and them two are in relationships. I mean, I'm single. Oh yeah, when you're when I was single, it was like <laughs> he's a sender. Literally, it's kind of crazy. And I don't. I mean, shout ahead, out to man. shout Go out ahead. to my wife. She's a real one. I love my wife. She's the shout best human out. being on these properties right now. <laughs> um, but uh, when I was young, it was just like that was part of touring. Like the fun part of touring for me was like, yeah, you do the show. Like you meet girls and you mess around and like that's what you do it that night. Like I used to actually send. Well, actually, Mike Stud taught me this. I don't know if you guys know. No, who Mike Stud. No, dude, 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 I've been listening to him uh, the whole that's time. So Mike, on Mike does the what? Mike's camera guy, Kilmer, who's like creep of the week, but also cool at the same time. But he'd go out and he'd take pictures of the girls in the crowd. Like, oh, let me get a picture of you. Da da da. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's cool. He's got a picture of you, but he's also just going in the green room and showing Mike the girls and being like, which ones do you want to come back? (laughs) And so like, we kind of adopted that where it's like, okay, this is the show. So he would walk back out and be like, hey. The camera guy would would take pictures throughout the night of like girls that were at the show, come to the green room and be like, these are the girls that are there. I have their Instagrams. What's up? And then we would throw, we would have after parties, usually get booked for an after party or throw a house party. And then all those girls come and like, of course, they want to hang out with you because you were the star that they came to yeah, see that night, yeah. and that's lit. whatever you'd be a slut, you know. So it's very easy. So to- you were in that stage for years. 
But then how? Yeah. And then so you, what do you get out of it after after yeah. a while? You're like, ah. well, you realize that all that you're getting into, literally, literally, all you're getting into. <laughs> Is an empty hole. There's nothing in there. Yeah. There's nothing in there. There's good. no substance. There's, there's no anything. So you're just in an empty hole every single day. And it's like you want something more. Yeah. Get his face. Empty hole. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. But um, yeah, no. So you want something more. So at the end of the day, it was like, okay, wow, this is very cool and this is very dope. Like, I think when I went out, started going on vacations and I was like, I want to share this with somebody. Yep, it was yep, like, who do I yeah. really want to share these moments with and what foundation do I want to build with somebody? Yeah. So while my head was down, it was like, I didn't have time to build anything with anybody. So like a one night stand was the best shit ever because it's like as soon Wayne says as soon as I come I come to my senses that's how it was <laughs> that's how it was yeah. and then after clarity, that it was just like cool I really want to build something and my wife actually was there the whole time like just waiting for me dang yeah why? like every one. show she was not waiting a, for you to no not, not every show not every kidding, show but like I've known she's in the first time she was in one of my music videos. Was oh, two, really? I thought you were being figuratively like no. she was just out in the world. 2012. Doing she's in one of my videos called I Got Sauce. And I thought she was really dope that day. And we, you know, started talking, whatever. And my wife is very like in her faith, very much believes in mm -hmm. the Lord. And so we, you know, she has very high standards for me and herself and all that. So it never was like, she could never be a one night stand because she wouldn't allow it, mm -hmm. which is what intrigued me because she was different than every girl that just was throwing themselves yeah, at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So over the years, as she kept popping up and being like, hey, I think we're supposed to be together. After a while, I was like, you know what? She's she probably fucking that. right. And then wow. it turned out to where we're married and we have a kid and... Where What's that like? We work yeah. super well was, together. How does that? What's that like have, having a kid? Having a kid is super ill because it all the things that you guys are talking about and all like, you know, chasing the dreams and all this. You want to chase the dream even more because you want to like provide for him and you want to show him these things. But also like, you can't be on your phone when he's smiling at you. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, or you and, feel like you're just disrespecting. Yeah, it's right? it's weird, or like, and you can't just decide like, oh, I'm gonna go do this thing today. I'm gonna go film this or do this or do this because like, oh. what if he shits himself right before you're trying to <laughs> go out the door? Or what if he's upset or like he's fussing or whatever? Like you have to deal with that first, and so it teaches you this weird like Slow patience down. that you've probably never had mm -hmm. because you're not responsible for yourself now. You're also responsible mm -hmm. for him and for your wife or your girl or whoever it may be. So like like when your girl's getting ready right like you can't just leave your girl you gotta wait till she gets oh, ready a oh, couple hours that might be though yeah sometimes it's like <laughs> that so now don't teach you patience for sure yeah so now add a kid on top of that like or even when you're packing for a trip like mm. this dude poops himself four or five times a day so you gotta bring my guy five diapers at least per and day. sometimes the poop slide out the side so you gotta bring an extra pair of clothes so you gotta have, <laughs> no. you gotta have two or three pairs of clothes for every day you gotta have five to ten diapers a day you gotta have all this stuff you gotta have you know babies get rashes babies need all this stuff so like you have to plan your life and be regimented and be balanced to do anything with your son mm -hmm. and like people looked at me crazy like he's like three weeks old and we're on a plane going places and it's like yeah but like i don't want to not i don't want to go to colorado and do these shows and not be able to like after the show come home and see yeah. my son mm -hmm. so yeah. like that's the most important thing in the world to me at so you this make point it in my happen. life. Yeah, you just make it happen and you just do it and you and you learn the patience that goes with that. Yeah. I feel like that. I feel like my whole life I've always been like, 
Does that make sense? Like I'm like for sure. No, it's what's it's what's next. I need to go it's rapid down fire a little bit. That's when I, I had, like it though. I love it. When I had yeah. a girlfriend, it was like that. It would be like when I hang out with her, it would be like all right. I'm not thinking about because like I feel like you're the same way. All of us are the same way. You're always thinking about oh what what can we film next? What can I do right. next for my business? And right. it like never shuts off. But when I'd hang out with her, it would it would like it would shut off. Force me to. That's dope. Because otherwise, you know, See, she mine never hang shut out. off. When I had a girlfriend back in the day, it never shut up. Me off. too. When I was with the wrong girls, though. Never shut up. I was yeah. with the wrong girls, and I was like, it was like them. It was like videos, everything. Oh, oh, I have a girlfriend. Oh, I yeah, have, yeah, like, yeah. oh, if I forgot. If it's the wrong person, I feel like, yeah. I feel like, oh, bro, I'm wasting my time. Yeah, like, no, that's, how, night, I, that's how I always felt. I always felt last like, night, huh? last well, night. and your girl should, if you're creative, your girl should support your dreams and understand. And yeah. I think that's what's good about, like, my wife being there that whole time was like, she got to A, see me grow, but B, understand, like, what it is. So advice I give people that, like, like younger artists that start coming up, I'm like, you have a girlfriend, cool, bring her to everything so she sees what it is, and she'll probably never even want to go again. Mm. Like, <laughs> there's no reason for your girl to be a sound check. But if you tell your girl, like, yeah, I'm doing sound check, they don't know what that looks like. Or, yeah, I'm doing a radio interview, and, like, a radio host is another girl, like, they might think you're up to some shit. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. like I always found that showing my girl what the situation was one time so she would understand it. So now when I call her and I say, yeah, I'm at the after party that I really don't want to be at, she understands what I'm talking about. Instead I, before, yeah. she would be, yeah, she, when her she's mind like, would wander like, oh, yeah, after like, party, oh. Yeah, or like, oh yeah, I'm at the meet and greet. Well, yeah, the meet and greet that she sees online where I'm signing titties and while yeah. like whatever, like, you know, doing that yeah. but now when she's there like she takes the pictures of me signing the titties it's like I wouldn't <laughs> I would I would dope. never have That's sex dope. with this girl That's over jokes. here you That's know what I'm saying like yeah. I'm, I'm not doing this you know so like now she like the Colorado shows her and my son came and, and they just like I said she watched me sign 12 15 butt cheeks she took <laughs> pictures and girls actually came up to her and was like I love your guys relationship actually after getting her a girl got her titty signed and went right up to my wife and was like I love the you. other one I love you <laughs> no she was like well, I mean basically but like I love your guys relationship it's so dope you give hope to like us and like finding love like yeah. that's hard that's awesome that's, 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 dope, that's the most coolest thing ever bro. yeah super hard yeah it's just like you're showing her like the trust it's just like I don't know that's just crazy to me like it's like fulfill you awesome. like you feel you feel that hole that empty hole that well it was an empty hole yeah but now it's like a filled hole yeah yeah it's a filled hole literally i watched my son pop right out of that thing it's crazy <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, you want to have another one yeah she she wants to have one right away so did, no wait way. did you want to have a boy or did you guys want to have for a sure wanted yeah. to have a boy, you is, it a boy? Like, is it a boy yeah yeah you got to have a boy first and then you don't mind having a girl if i had a girl net like i only want two I okay. thought I might want three or four, but I only want two. What if it happens to be twins? That would be crazy. Then, then it, is it is what, what it is. is. <laughs> I like it. It is what it is. Yeah, if I have twins, I have twins. Um, but yeah, if I have a girl, cool, it's a girl. I got a girl name picked out, a boy name picked out. So oh, he's already way. ready. Either way, I'm good. Yeah. I, I have a question. It was, yeah. um, it was from, you're talking about it on a different podcast. I think the Buff Nerds one. And then you're saying how you were like on tour for like 200 days, yeah, like out of the year. What is that? What is that like, man? Like you get exhausted from it? Because I um, mean, we were exhausted. We're only what? Because our, our other tours, they were only like a month long. This right. one, two, one, two, yeah. This one, we're we're like about two months in. It's right. It's like oh, but this is different than like you're not doing shows every night, right? So no, like, yeah, we're not doing shows, but it's like just like packing up and moving and being like always on the go, kind of. Yeah, yeah. No, the the grind is is wild, but it's like I think. Because if you guys are anything like me, you do a lot of stuff even when you're home, right? Like, what do you mean? 
like like working yeah stuff? yeah you work yeah, a lot yeah, when you're yeah, at yeah. home so like for me like tour was i don't want to say it was a vacation but like it was like oh i'm i only got to worry about performing like i don't have to make new music i just do a show and i party oh, I and whatever that. so like that. it was definitely tough and what people don't realize like what people think they're getting into like oh i'm gonna have the best time of my life nah like when you're actually really popping as an artist it's like cool you wake up you do a radio interview in the morning between 8 or 9 a.m. Then you have a couple hours to shit, shower, shave. You do your sound check at 2. You do your meet and greet after that. Then you do your concert, and then you do an after party. And then you have to get back on the bus by 2 a.m. so you can be at the next city by 8 a.m. to do Ooh. your next radio interview. So like yeah no I remember geez. we had to go we had to drive from like I think it was Ohio to like to Chicago, Chicago overnight and then we didn't sleep and we had to pull up there at like seven a.m. Like do our the interview first radio interview and I don't right. think we slept maybe like fifteen minutes oh yeah yeah no I only there was a point in my life where I only slept on planes for the longest like so what what happened that was crazy was when I blew up off the greatest the nerd rap I also got hit up by this group called a great big world to do this song called hold each other and. It was, it's, it's kind of wild that I'm even on this song. It's, the song is just about, you know, loving somebody deeply. And one of the guys in the group is gay and came out on the song and sings a lyric about loving a man. Dang. We dropped the song the day that gay marriage passed. Dang. So On purpose or just ha- happened to be? Yeah, I mean, we, they happened to make the song and then we, we heard that that law was about to pass. So they waited and made sure that it dropped oh, yeah, that day. Yeah. Not only that, I did Jimmy Fallon, I did Good Morning America, I did Streamy Awards, I did all these things, and they're all in New York or L.A., but I was on tour when this was happening, and I didn't say no to anything at the time. So I literally was doing a show in San Diego, and then I flew to New York. That's almost as far as you can get. Far as you can go. So I, I literally, I remember this run, it was crazy. I did a show in San Diego, flew to New York, filmed the music video, flew back, so this, that was the same day. Flew back, so I'm only sleeping on the plane. Fly back and then do the next show in L.A. And then fly back to New York the next day and do Jimmy Fallon. Fly back and do the show in in Santa Cruz. Fly back and do Good Morning America the next day. Oh, my god! Then the same day, fly to Michigan and meet with a kid from Make-A-Wish Foundation. Fly back to uh, the Bay, do a show. Then fly back there again and do something else. Like, that was life. That's crazy. And And that's all you knew. It's all, it, and it's exhausting. It's definitely exhausting. Your mind, but when you're in your there, your mind, you're in the zone. you don't even feel like, it's it doesn't just feel real sometimes where you're just like, things just be happening. You're it talking just, to people and you're like, yep, this is how. This your is. body goes into autopilot. Yeah, autopilot. Yeah. Autopilot. And what's crazy is like after every tour, I used to get sick. And it was like, my body like knew not to get sick on tour. But as soon as I was done, it was like, hey fam, stay in the house for a week. Yeah. You, you, you're wilding. Like, and like, I don't know about you. Well, here I have a cup in my hand right now. <laughs> But I would drink. I'm I'm not a, naturally a super social person, like all the time. So like, this is where it got weird. I would drink for the radio interview, and then I would drink for the meet and greet, and then I would drink for the show, and then I would drink for the, the after party. party. So I would get drunk like three, four times in a day. Wow! And then I'd get off tour and be like, wow. and literally like I would stop drinking, and I was actually like shaking. Like, yeah, I got to heal. Yeah, so you were break. drunk for all those I was days, drunk. low key. I mean, most of my tours are like fit, like 55 shows in 60 days type shit. And then, and then, and then you, you take a week or two off and then you go on the next run. And yeah. I just did that all year. 
So yeah, it was it was definitely a lot a lot to do. And then like yeah, you don't have time for a girlfriend. You don't have time no. for it's your not, friendships right, at yeah. home. You don't have time for your family. It's like. Hey, how was today? Yeah, I mean, I played in front of 2,000 people. Like, how was your day? Like, you work at this job. Like, it's it's weird because you almost have a disinterest in, like, regular shit. It's, like, hard to relate with people that are doing mundane things. Yeah. Like, oh, you work, you work at this restaurant and you hate your job and, like... You almost feel bad about telling them how dope your life is I know, and, like, what yeah, you're yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's all really weird. There's so many things to balance and, like, if you're not mentally right when you get into the space and when you blow up, like... I see why people, you know, overdose and go through all these. Mm. The depression is real. Like, nobody's meant to be famous. Nobody's meant to be a fish in a fishbowl and just be looked at with every move they make. Like, it's weird. It's different. It's definitely weird. Yeah. No matter what you do, people are going to say something. There's jealousy. There's envy. Everybody has an opinion. And no matter what, it's like, you could be doing the greatest thing in your life, and then you, you get approval from all these people on the internet that you don't know. But, like, if your mom or your girl or, like, your friends are envious or jealous or upset that they haven't seen you in two months like it doesn't feel even bad. feel good mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah, like it oh, what am good. i i think that was probably the hardest thing with doing everything that i've done was like doing all of it and then coming home and then hearing like oh must be nice must be nice oh, like, bro, what a come saying. On. you know shit like, like that oh, the must be nice saying yeah yeah must be nice i still work at this job and hate my life and it's like Damn, well, like I worked really hard. You were to doing. Get here. You were there before, though. Yeah, and I and I did that. And you, you, know? you made sacrifices. You have the to opportunity to do the same thing, but yep. you don't yep. have a goal or a passion like I have. And it is. It is what it is. It is what it <laughs> is, man. It is what it is. It is what it is, yo. I think that's the best way to end it off, dude. That was For sure. an awesome that was episode. Shout out to Futuristic. Is there anything you want to like say before we go? Shout out anything? Yeah, man. Uh, if you rock with this podcast. Obviously, follow me at Only Futuristic. My businesses at Indie Amplify. Support the homies management. Uh, maps. I actually got to put you on maps. I have a, a it's basically like a better version of a smart link that is okay. for all creators that I created uh, with my partner Adam not too long ago. But uh, yeah, yeah, man, follow me. Follow maps. Just follow my Instagram and all the things that are in my description. Love y'all. Make sure you put yourself first. Make sure that you are choosing happiness every single day. That you enjoy your life. Happiness is a choice. I promise you. Manifestation is real. You could do anything you set your mind to. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate y'all. Yo, let's go. I like that. Sheesh. sheesh. <clears throat> that was dope. That was dope. Dope. I just felt like it was a good like that was perfect. Yeah, that was. I felt the same thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah.